Welcome back, everybody, to the Allegheny Trail podcast. Super excited to have a great evening with y'all tonight. Got some uh, wonderful guests as well as co-host Julie Jester-Gayhart producing and Justin Mullins with us tonight and Molly. So we're excited to uh, introduce Alice Bonar from the Far Out. She's spectacular. We're going to be talking Allegheny Trail planning how to use the app. Those of you that have probably been out hiking for quite a while, there's some new things on tap for you as well. So I'd like to welcome our guests tonight. Alice is coming to us from Colorado. Justin's in West Virginia and Julie's in North Carolina. And I'm in West Virginia as well. So got a great little round out mix for us tonight, y'all. Just a couple of logistics. And then I'm going to try to keep my mouth shut this evening and listen and learn because there's a lot of learning to do tonight, a lot of education about the Allegheny Trail and the Far Out app. I do want to let you all know, episode number one, I don't even know if you know this, Nicole adjusted, got 333 views so far on YouTube. People are interested about the Allegheny Trail and what you guys are doing. Congratulations on that. I am going to moderate the chat this evening, so if you all have questions, please put them in the chat. Let us know where you're from, what's happening, where you like to hike, and if you have Far Out downloaded on your phone. Nicole, I'm going to turn it back over to you, and let's get this party started. I'm going to give Alice an opportunity to introduce herself and the relationship between Gut Hook and Far Out and kind of bring us up to speed with the journey of where we are right now in 2024. All right. Well, thanks. Thank you, Justin, Nicole, and Julie for inviting me tonight. It's, I'm so happy to be here. We've all really enjoyed working with the Allegheny or the West Virginia Scenic Trail Association with doing the Allegheny Trail Guide. We first partnered up with you guys in May 2021. So I am one of the co-owners of Far Out. We're a pretty small company. My husband, Paul Bodner, and his friend, Ryan Lynn, Ryan is a uh, trail named Gut Hook, first started the company in they they met in 2010, right when the iPhone was new. They ran across each other hiking the Pacific Crest Trail. And as they were finishing up the trail in Washington, they got to talking about, you know, we've got this GPS in our pocket. Paul was collecting data for a book that he had already written. He was just recollecting the data. And they decided, hey, let's see if we can make an app out of this. And that was right when um, Apple had just opened up the App Store to uh, other developers besides Apple. And so, uh, you know, a lot of times when you talk to business owners, it's a lot of it, it's right place, right time. And then you just gotta, you gotta do something about it. So they did something about it and they worked pretty hard on it. And in 2012, they put out the first guide for the Pacific Crest Trail. And in that year, I actually, I was an attorney and I quit my job and Paul and I hiked the PCT, uh, recollected the data. And then when we got off the trail, I wrote it, I wrote the, app for Android. I just taught myself how to do it. That is impressive. Yeah, I just happened to wake up one day and uh, just write this. Nice, Alice. Nice. I've always loved fooling around with computers and it's all open source. So it was, it was just fun. So we were able to get the app out for the PCT for Android in 2013. I kind of didn't know what I was going to do, if I was going to go back to law or not, but I ended up staying with the company. So I've been with them since 2013. Then it just, you know, it was pretty popular on the PCT, and then people are asking for it for the Appalachian Trail. So we put that together. At first, it wasn't quite as detailed as our Pacific Crest Trail, but we, we filled it in over the years. And then we published the John Muir Trail, and then 
the Continental Divide Trail. And then, you know, we started partnering with people. If you've ever heard of Jerry Brown, he's kind of well-known at the Continental Divide Trail community. He partnered with us, got us some data for that. And so we just kept partnering with, with organizations. And today we have over 250 trails all over the world. And we've expanded into paddling and bikepacking as well. Fantastic. That's, that's really impressive. You know, uh, take us back for some of the, maybe a new hiker, right? We're always going to have our phone. We're taking pictures. We're posting. We're excited. What does it take to create the, all the details for a trail? I mean, obviously the, you know, the big three you just named right there, it's, you know, months to, to even hike. What would it take? Give somebody a background, maybe Alice, on what it took to create the Allegheny Trail on the far out end. From, from a time frame standpoint. Yeah, so you guys were kind of a neat uh, case study for us. Uh, we really wanted to partner with you because we knew that you would be able to build the trail that we put in the guide from the ground up using Far Out. So within Far Out, we have tools to create a guide to work with partners. So you can collect a track, you can create custom waypoints and uh, take photographs. So you all did all three of those things for us and then we were able to take all that data and transform it, you know, to our internal format and publish it. And, you know, that's kind of how we're different from a lot of other companies is that our comments are crowdsourced, of course. There's a water source. You can read the comments and somebody will say it's flowing or not flowing or dry. And that's crowdsourced data. But as far as the actual track and waypoints, a dedicated person has gone out and collected that data for us. Yeah, we actually had the person who collected all the data for us in the first go and worked with the uh, Far out, Alice, everybody. His name was Kevin Rydell. I mean, he spent uh, three to four weeks on the trail gathering all that data. And it's, um, I mean, he passed away. It's been right about two years now. But he was a great part to have on Allegheny Trail. He made a big, big impact, especially with Far Out and volunteering. I mean, there was so much stuff he go out. He would go out and do and help out with there wasn't much he did he would never he would do whatever he would whatever he could to come out there and help so that was a great help with having kevin walk the trail get to get all the waypoints and the tracks i know it's a lot of work to do all of it yeah and i really enjoyed working with kevin sad to hear his passing i'll just throw this out we're going to get into it a little bit later on but right now Justin is picking up the slack and updating a lot of those far outs as we speak in January, in snow, in wind, and below five degree temperatures. He and Miss Molly have been out there intentionally, right, to collect this data and update the Allegheny Trail, keep us relevant, bringing on board a lot of different amenities. But, you know, let's let's turn it over maybe to Alice and Justin. Um about how you go about using these amenities, having everything on the apps, one thing, but learning how to plan and integrate it and work even if you're just a day hiker, how is it useful? A through hiker, three or four or five days. I mean, a, um, you know, section hiker, that's not just for that through hiker. So you guys may want to speak to a little bit about that, how everybody, I know I'm looking at the comments and it's wonderful to hear everybody in love with it because I'm totally in love with it. But for those that might be listening, that might be on the fence, like, well, why would I want that, right? I'm only going to day hike. Let's talk about some of the advantages that the day hikers can also benefit from. Yeah, I mean, me personally, I use the app like the Plan Your Route app. It doesn't matter if you're day hiking, section hiking, or doing an entire through hike. The Plan Your Route option, for me, I plan each day. I'll see ahead of time if I, what, what 
point I want to start at and end. It'll give me my mileage for the day, my ascent and descent, so I can see how strenuous of a hike is going to be, not just the mileage. But that re- that really is how I plan my hikes for the last three years, from the Pinotee, Vinton Mackay, parts of the Appalachian Trail, and on the Allegheny Trail, and my maintenance as well. I look and see, I'll plan out every detail from my mileage to seeing about how long of a day it's going to be. So that, that feature there is really handy for anybody starting out on the trail. It doesn't matter if you're a day or section hiker. Alice, you have anything to say about it? Yeah, or? I'll just, just kind of give a 10,000 set view in case anyone hasn't used it before. What it is is when you purchase, it, so it's, a, it's an app called Farrell that you download, and then it has in-app purchases within it, so you could purchase the Allegheny Trail. Once you purchase that, the map is just loaded up with the trail in hundreds of waypoints, waypoints such as water sources, road crossings, towns, junctions, and then, you know, this bright red line. Then when you have your GPS on, it shows you exactly where you are on the trail. Julie here has just pulled up the um, the web version of it, which is a, it's kind of a, a stripped down version of the mobile app. So you'll be able to see kind of generally what it looks like here. I mean, the main thing is if you have it on, you, you open your phone hit the location button and it'll zoom to where you are right now and you can see whether or not you're on the line. So that's kind of the, the main the main benefit. And Alice, I'll just, you know, jump in here too for a moment for some of the, our newer users. Y'all, you don't have to have cell service, right? One, of, one right. of the things about West Virginia is, you know, there's not a ton of cell service everywhere in our mountains, but some of our areas are actually protected space where you can't have cell phone coverage. So cool thing is this does have an offline feature with GPS and it's it's pretty daggone accurate. I mean, so you could be in the middle of nowhere. I just want to, you know, give people the confidence, whether that's mom and the kids going out, females and their dogs going out maybe for the first time, or a group of people, right? This is this is a, a great way to, like Justin said, not only just track what you're doing and plan it, but one thing I think I'm gonna use now after hearing is actually tracking how many miles I do, right? That's kind of like, oh, I want to hike 300, 300 miles this year. Well, this is actual concrete evidence in this app that we can use. And like Justin said, take screenshots. But yeah, if you want to talk a little bit, Alice, about how it works offline and different components, like the layers of the maps and as well as amenities, you can see offline completely. Sure. Yeah. So we built it from day one to be available offline because, you know, a lot of the first one was the Pacific Crest Trail, which is back in 2012 was mostly had no cell service. Probably most, well, there's huge chunks now of the AT that have full service. Lots of parts of the country, you don't have self-service. So you just download it while you do have service, while you have Wi-Fi or whatever. And then you can download offline maps. Even if you don't have the offline maps, you're still going to have the line and waypoints that just be on a blank map. But so it, it, the GPS will still work. So if for some reason you forget to download the maps, you're still fine because it, it'll show you where you are. Yeah. So and then it has, also has photos that shows you what the waypoints look like and you download those beforehand. So yeah, once you get out there, you're all set. Alice, we did have a question uh, from Roger. I think it's applicable since you mentioned photos. He says, is there a way for hikers to give updates and additions to be considered and verified to be used in the app, like pics for already listed waypoints and water sources? Well, I'm glad you asked that, Roger, because we just published a new feature about six weeks ago, where you can do that exact thing. It's called reporting. And so now when you click on a waypoint, it will have an option that says report this waypoint. And you can 
you know, once you click that, it'll just have a text box and, you know, you can enter this should be 200 feet away or, you know, the description's wrong or whatever you need to add if there's something incorrect. Or you can create a completely new waypoint, a custom waypoint, which is one of the features in the app that Justin's been using a lot as he's been out hiking. Then once you've created that, then you can report that waypoint. And so that comes to us and tells us, you know, you can write a note to us saying, hey, please consider adding this new waypoint. And then we also have the same thing on comments. You can now report a comment so you can flag it and we'll have a little box saying, please remove this. This is offensive or this is no longer accurate. We're, we're pretty excited about this new reporting feature. I've been using that create a waypoint. It's been really handy for me because, I mean, I'm using a spreadsheet that they have provided for me for updating the current waypoint waypoints, but having been able to create my own web waypoint, add my photo, uh, detailed description, that's really been helpful for me. I mean, it makes things a lot quicker than having to open up an Excel spreadsheet and write everything down and do it that way. So just being able to create an update waypoint just right there, especially when my hands are cold and I have to keep putting my hands in now, my gloves. So that's, that's really been really handy for me going forward with updating this Allegheny Trail waypoints. It, it's, you know, it's helpful for the community can really contribute to the trail organization to, you know, to the West Virginia Scenic Trail Association as well. You know, you've got this trail, it's over 300 miles. It's really hard to know what's going on in all 300 of those miles. And when you have yeah. people out there actually hiking it, you know, who can say, hey, there's a tree fell across right here. They create a custom waypoint that, you know, we can just forward that right along to you and you can get a crew out there to remove it. Yeah, that's awesome. That's really helpful for us. It's, it's a lot of miles to manage with, we've got a, we've got a good group now, but it's still 300 level miles on the trail. It's, it's hard to get out, especially after a storm. I mean, it could be something pretty recent. Sure. And especially with the fact that, you know, I would say four to, maybe four and a half months, you know, there's not a ton of traffic, maybe with some hunting season, and then we push it into winter and we've got that urgency to get out there and, and get trail ready, right? For all the, the push in April for everybody. So I think that's going to be a huge aspect moving forward. And just like you said, you know, on that app, you can dial in to the exact mile. So when these people are making these comments, it's not, well, it's kind of up here on this mountain. It's, you can look, right? And find the exact mile which is huge it's awesome i love it i mean i'm i'm learning i've been sort of shuttling justin around helping him a little bit here with his journey and quest to get all the updates and i'm just learning so much talking to him about how he's using it why he's using it were there mistakes right so hikers can know that on the allegheny trail moving forward probably in april-ish i don't know when all that will be published alice maybe you guys know but there's going to be kind of like a revamp right all new data or Double check that, or maybe that's the maybe that's the word. Yeah, well, as soon as we get it, we'll get to work on it. Yeah, I've got some updates so far, so it'll be hopefully I'll get them to you before whenever I finish this hike. So, yep, there's definitely plenty of updates. I'll keep y'all busy. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Julie's got a couple. Uh, she was hiking the AT when she when this thing first came out. And talk about that for a minute, Julie. Yeah. It- a lot of fun. And uh, prior to going live, uh, I was telling Alice, I remember uh, specific where I was, the exact point, uh, what overlook I was. Um, a bunch of hikers were there, section hikers through hikers. I was probably 10 or 15 people because everybody was avoiding uh, the rocky hill that we were getting ready to do. 
at topic because there always seems to be a hot topic, whether you're at an overlook or a shelter was the new gut hook. Do you have gut? Do you have gut hook? And I was like, what is a gut hook? Like explaining it as an app, a phone map, a guide, nothing. It was just uh, you're out of it if you're not using gut hook. So I didn't before everybody left that overlook, um, the head town, we all had it on our phones. I didn't know what I was supposed to do with it, but that was 2000, the 2015. And to me, that is really when the technology began to overtake some of the former guides uh, that were you, uh, you know, on consistently. And I know for years I would have my paper map and far out, you know, on whatever trail I was on. And now the younger or the new through hikers or section hikers, all they seem to have is the app on their phone. So that was just going down memory lane. But I guess my question is, um, how have I seen the app evolve from inception in the, in, I mean, the technology age with AI coming out and I mean, obviously you learning how to code, that's huge. So what have you guys seen over the years? And then um, due to the question, but we can get to that later. Yeah, so that's neat that that was in 2015 because I'm pretty sure we came out with 18 in 2014. And um, it wasn't even complete then, but we, we filled it out, I think, by 2015, 2016. I don't know. I remember like when it was embarrassing to have a phone on the trail. Oh, you know, you kind of sneak off to the side so nobody'd see you, and because you didn't want to disrupt anybody. We actually do discourage people only using a phone because it's just a terrible idea. It can get wet. You can lose it. It can break. So we always encourage people to take a backup, whether that's another electronic backup or papers or something. That's a good question. The fundamental product is the same. Since we started, it's a, it's a line with a dot that shows you where you are and a bunch of waypoints. Over the years, we've added a lot of bells and whistles to that based upon what, what people write in, what this, they want that. What, our first version didn't have an elevation profile, so that was something new very quickly. You know, we have a feature now where you can share with followers where you are for the folks back home. We added that several years ago. And then, of course, this new reporting feature. And the biggest thing that I would say we've done is we partner with so many organizations now. We started off doing it ourselves, hiking the trails ourselves, but now we partner so that we can present so many more trails to places all over the world. Wow. And that's really, really advanced. And my second question was um, the name change, because that's still, I mean, I remember when, you know, the color of it, the color of the app changed. Um and it was just like, what is happening? What's going on over there at Gut Hook? And, you know, on and on. And one thing I remember seeing, I don't know if it was a tagline or who came up with it. And it said, we are going to give uh, Ryan his trail name back. And I was like, that is genius. <laughs> well, yeah. So, that, I mean, that's essentially what we did. Ryan such a talented guy. He's really smart. He taught himself to program, too. I forgot to mention that. He, he wrote the iOS app. He was not a computer science major. Yeah, he's he's kind of, he's a private guy. It was a little, it's like it's kind of neat at the beginning for it to be named after him, but then he kind of wanted its privacy. And also, you have to admit, it's kind of a confusing name for people who are not in the long-distance backpacking world. It's incredibly difficult to come up with a new name. I never would have guessed this, but over a many-month process, we landed on Far Out. It's grown on us over the years, and 
yeah, we decided we didn't want to just be another green icon on your screen. So we went with the pink. We actually worked with this really neat person who had worked in a New York City branding agency and then reached out to us after she hiked the AT and said, hey, I think maybe you could do with them branding redo <laughs> and so we we worked with her and she was great and there that's the end of the story that's it well i mean it was a lot of work at the time and and then people thought we got purchased we were not purchased anybody it's the same owners we're a hundred percent employee-owned company ryan is still with the company people thought that ryan's no longer with us because it's no longer got hooked but he's still with us really all the change was the name there you go my two questions answered well, I think, too, is like amazing. I think about, you know, I taught a little bit of uh, orienteering in college for a independent study I needed and, and taking like getting the maps and the compass and everything out now and hearing so many people that I am um, friends with on work days or talk about how they've navigated through. And then I was talking to Alice before the show here a little bit about, you know, first responders and the role this can play in helping rescue people and really dial into where people are at or if they're hurt or anything crazy happens. So we love what you're doing. We love the far out. We're privileged to be a part of it. Can you talk to them about the water projection? Yeah, it's called water status. So what it does, it's machine learning. We have a little computer program that our lead developer, Kyle Boyshard, wrote. So what it does is it reads the comments. And if they're two weeks old or newer comments, it reads it and it gives it a score of either zero, one, or two, or it discards it if it, if it doesn't have anything to do with water. So if it reads it that it's dry, it gives it a zero. If it's kind of trickling, it gives it a one. And if it's a flowing water source, it gives it a two. And then it just adds all those up and picks the average. You know, the main AI or machine learning component of that is just having, you know, this model take the words, it's flowing, turn that into a two or barely a trickle and turn that into a one. You can give it some real whacking things that you would think only a human doesn't understand that, it, that it's flowing and it understands it and gives it the right score. It's pretty cool. You'll see this little water meter above the water comments, above the comments, if there's any water comments that are newer than two weeks old. Wow. Great. Oh. Yeah. Thanks, Grace. Yeah. Well, I mean, Farrell's helped me. It gave me the confidence to even actually go out and hike when I first started in 2019. I was looking at just getting out more and getting into backpacking a little bit more. It's what turned me to the Appalachian Trail because... I wouldn't, I didn't have enough confidence to do guidebooks and maps myself. So I really didn't have that background, but just being able to see the line on the map, it kind of helped me learn more about the topo features. Cause I mean, it does show all that as well, but then it gave me confidence to see there where the water sources are, if they were flowing. So I knew I didn't have to carry a bunch of water with me starting out or especially on these climbs, but it was really helpful starting out for me. And that's what gave me the confidence to learn more about the trails and really get out and start backpacking. So I don't know if I would have been into it as much if I didn't have something to really help me get started with it when I was really new into it. That makes me so happy to hear. Thank you. We do have a question. Uh, Tangent Trails says, when will the water feature be live? It's actually maintenance right now. I looked right before this. There's a couple of hardly anyone's hiking right now, except crazy Justin here. Well, there's not many water comments, but there actually aren't any right now, but they'll be back up and running in the next couple of days. All right. Everybody is right now, I, who is listening to this, either live or in the future, they are getting out their phones right now and hitting the app and seeing if they can see what's going on. Really cool. Really cool. Yeah. And, you know, I think it's a, a takeaway for everybody, too, is, hey, get your phone out when you're out there and comment. 
right? Like, let's help each other yeah. along the way. Um, if you're, I mean, don't worry about what season it is. Let's just get out there. And if you're using it and you're being safe and you're plotting your, your um, you know, hiking and your trails, let's get in there and be interactive as well. We can talk about all the good things, but this is one component, right? Whereas a hiker, we're always picking up trash. We're doing other things. We can pay this forward each time. So let's, let's be proactive and uh, play the team game here for the long haul and um, see what we can do about having people be more interactive with this life-saving aspect of the water. Yeah, th- these comments really help. I mean, I, even if uh, there's a blowdown or something maintenance-related close by, there could be a comment on there. I try to check um, on my section uh, whenever I can. I try to keep up to date on water. Uh, st- uh, so just, yeah, leaving the comments really important. Especially since it's uh, it's a couple of years old now, a little bit over two years, I think now. But yeah, just the uh, more comments we have, the better the app really is. Yeah, it, it helps it helps us maintain the trail and, and pass along anything that we find out to our trail partners. Alice, why don't we take a minute and kind of showcase what some of the far out um, the guides are doing? Like Justin, he's now one of your ambassadors, so maybe we could talk about that program and each and all the other trails that have these, right? We're super fortunate with the Allegheny Trail to have Justin be a Far Art Ambassador. But we're going to let um, Alice talk about what that actually means and what that looks like per trail. Yeah, so we don't have them specifically on a per trail basis, but um, we just chose 25 new ambassadors for 2024. And gosh, you're walking all over the place this year, doing all kinds of fun adventures. And we have a broad range of people's ages. Well, we've had some complaints that we just show you know, 20-somethings hiking all the time. So we have quite a few people who are outside that 20-year-old range now. And we're just going to be sharing their adventures all over the United States and a few in Europe and a few in Australia as they do their hiking, biking, and paddling, including Justin. And so how would, um, you know, maybe local people or Justin's fans keep up with him? They, they have a blog on your site or what's the best way to kind of have them stay up with it that far out ambassador? tag us in their posts and then we repost them so you know if you follow our so our instagram or our facebook we'll be reposting those and then we're working on building our website you know showing the diff- the various social accounts of all our ambassadors so you got come on all this stuff and then you gotta go and follow instagram and tiktok or whatever platforms are out on right because we want to propel them and help elevate them in the world they're doing so much for all of us hikers, like she said, bikers and kayakers. So we're all one big team out there enjoying the woods and the water and nature in general. Let's do our part, right? And support each other. Yeah. And gosh, we had a lot of applicants. It was so hard to choose. It just was like you going through a thing, you just feel horrible not picking this certain person. But, you know, you have to do right now to 25. Well, we're proud of Justin and Molly. And, uh, I think um, any other questions in the, in, for Miss Alice? Let me roll back through here. I think the main one, um, I was asking everybody how long they've been using Far Out. And one of the comments was, I used to cringe when folks used to say gut hooks with an S. <laughs> Another one says, handy for reporting a nuisance bear in the area. But everybody has been giving kudos and saying thank you and sharing how they have uh, specifically been using the guide. Tangent Trails says Far Out has been invaluable for his planning. 
And here we've got people using it on day hikes and section hikes. And I think we, Alice, you answered the majority of the questions here in the chat. So bravo on that. Blue Blaze and Beyond says old school, no far out yet. I did pull up the app and I don't want to leave without pulling up this app. So I know you wanted to mention the interactive map. Uh, if you and Justin just want to have a conversation while this is coming up real quick. Yeah, that's great to have all these features that, I mean, it's been really helpful on these hikes. So I, I really enjoyed using it. I mean, planning all these routes and such. Uh, I mean, especially setting up in the tent, I'll scroll through there, plan out days ahead. I mean, I use it for looking back on from my Penhody hikes and stuff like that, just to look at the mileage and kind of, it just helps you remember each day just by seeing the mileage on it. So it just, it helps me look back on all these trails I've done in the past. And just, I have those along with my endless, my photos galleries for each day. So that's how I kind of organize my hikes by day. So it's, it's been really handy for me. I love hearing how different people use the app. Yeah, I will mention that if you buy it on your on your mobile app, you have access to our web app here as well. As I mentioned earlier, it's just kind of a stripped down version of like, like obviously this is not GPS aware on the web, but like it is on your phone. But this gives you the waypoints and the track and kind of gives you just a bigger screen to figure out what you want to do. Can you create routes and plans such on your on the mobile ver or not mobile, but just on the interactive map as well? No, we don't have that feature yet on the web app version. You have to do that on the phone. Justin, where are you at on this map? Let's try to find it here. So I've made it to Cass. That's where I left off at. Keep going north. So, yes. Wow, Justin, you've made it a it's, long way. <laughs> I've completed section three and four. So okay, I see West Virginia been, 66. Am I in the ballpark here? Yeah. You're getting close. Yep. That's it. I think that's Durban. Yeah, that's Durban. So you got to go south a little bit more. A little bit. And there you can start zooming up around where the... Uh, there's Green Bank. There's there's where the 50th yep. is going to be right there. Woo! Yep. Look at that. All right, Justin. I'm, I'm close. Uh, a little bit south. And yeah, there it is. Right You're there. at right in this area where here. Where that P is. Yeah. So if you click on that, it'll give you the details about that waypoint. So I'm about 120 miles in around that point. That sucks in both section three and four. I just completed left off. Yeah, this is great. I hope you don't mind. We just told everybody where you are on the trail. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they're going to be tracking me down. I'm, I've got off trail. I'm back at the house right now. So I had to get off because all this cold weather coming up. I ain't going to be hiking in negative temperatures. So that's that's going to be a little well, much. Well, now I'm just getting crazy on, uh, uh, sorry, everybody. I'm getting crazy zooming in and out on the screen here. So, no, it's awesome. You can see like where the resupplies are, where there's picnics, where there's unique elements, whether you need to do laundry, get lunch. Um, what you're doing is great, Julie. It's just giving some more icons. Um, not just trailhead type things and an everyday hiker. But the cool thing is, as a hiker, you can plan for your shuttle to pick you up, like mom or friends or whatever, and be like, hey, I'll meet you, you know, at the ice cream shop or something. So it can allow you to dive in a little bit more than just, yeah, I'll see you in a few days, right? Yeah. Good way for someone at home to track you as you're going. They, they kind of, they can see your routes. They can uh, yep. log in there, keep track of uh, your hikers as well. It's a feature called check-ins. Are you using check-ins, Justin? Uh, well, I don't have service. So that doesn't work well if you don't have service. Is that, yeah. That's one thing. Yeah. 
That's one thing that's uh, figured out. I've checked in some of my past apps where I don't really have service, so, so nobody can really see me very much with uh, until I get it logged in and get, get into service. But I haven't used that feature much on this trip. But I have one some of my past hikes that way, which everybody I'm friends with can see, see what's where I've been and where I've checked that, you know. So it's a little, it's a fanny little feature to use as well, especially with anybody you meet on trail. And there's a social element too, right? So you can come up with kind of your profile and um, find each other if you have some friends doing it, like I'm, I'm on with Justin or whatever. But it's, it gives you that social thing too, which is kind of neat. But, um, it's another way you can document it just for yourself, too. Even if you don't want to share it with anybody, you can do your check-ins. And then, you know, once you do get into town and have sales service, then they get uploaded to the cloud and they'll be stored. And it marks it for when you actually made the check-in, not when you're in town. Neat. Yeah, that'd be another good way for a hiker to follow you. And so, yeah, that's, that's another good feature. I need to make use of that more. Yeah, and one of the things in um, Justin's recon mission here with Far Out is we're finding areas we have new cell service, which is kind of cool. <laughs> Very limited, about 190 miles of its uh, really spotty service. But yeah, it's gotten a little bit better around Section 3 in Marlinton area. I'm kind of I'm going to be marking those that way. I, I've got AT&T, so people need to comment on these waypoints with people with, a, with the Verizon service, T-Mobile. That way I can read those comments and update the description as people let me know what different service providers work in that area. Right. And then different little businesses that along the towns that are willing to share some of their Wi-Fi, you go in and get a coffee or something. So we're uh, we're uploading or onboarding, I should say, more info um, for people to do the check-ins, which is kind of cool with some of our business partners along the trail. And and yes, like Julie had mentioned, we are having our 50th celebration this year. And so, Alice, we want to thank you for being a huge part of this um, success and helping us get the word out, get the safety out, encourage, you know, hikers to come use our trail and such. Um, this has been a big growth aspect in the last two years for the Allegheny Trail. And so you guys are a huge part of that. Been great partnering with you. And uh, look forward to that continued relationship in the future. And it wouldn't be right if I didn't invite you to come to our 50th. We don't a, have to answer today, honey, but you are. It's inside. okay. You have a golden ticket. <laughs> <laughs> she asked what it was, Nicole. It's September 6th, 7th, and 8th at a very unique location in the Green Bank Observatory, um, right in the heart, almost in the middle of the trail. So. We'll uh, we'll talk offline and get you some details on it. it. May work out. You can be one of our featured guests, but uh, going to be a party nonetheless. And so we want the fans out there to know about that. Um, I sent Julie some picture. <laughs> one picture of I had the privilege of being Justin Shuttle here, and this is for those of you that look want to look. This is Justin's shoes melting. I mean, the drying out, not melting. Um, in front of they were probably frozen. Yeah, they were frozen in snow all over. But um, this is what, you know, a far out ambassador does. They take their time. They go out. They're volunteered and um, they go out and they they make the trail, get the info and make it better for the rest of us to use. So I definitely just want to thank Justin for what he's doing. And I know what it looks like behind the scenes. It's a little messy. But uh, at the end of the day, we all get to benefit from uh, his time. Yeah, I've had so many people who helped me through this. I mean, Nicole's helped me a bunch. I've had our... Bob and Becky helped me into the section four, Brian, Pam, 
they've been help, helpful letting me shut on letting me stay with them overnight because i mean with these temperatures yeah i really don't think i could have been out there multiple nights in a row because you've got so much snow out there you've got all that condensation that forms in your tent the next uh, overnight i mean that makes it rough when everything's still wet and you set your tent up the next morning so or the next night so i mean it's without them i definitely wouldn't have gotten as far as i, I have so it's been great to have them help me out through there and i've got so many more people further north that's rich out and want to help me as well so exactly. i'll definitely be relying on them because we've, we've west virginia decided to have a winter this year <laughs> it's been the last two or three years at least we've been mild temperatures but yeah i'm definitely glad i have so much help on this light because it's it's definitely would have been a lot more difficult without it yeah it's great and kevin and mike and marcia we thank you guys in advance for being a part of this, uh, for his journey and helping with the far out updates and just a, you know, wonderful group of people here in West Virginia. And we always are out there, you know, open arms, have our hikers come enjoy something new in the mid-Atlantic. Um, Julie, we thank you for helping put this production together and put this show together. And, and Alice, again, coming on and sharing about the value of the far out. This is just a great time to be a hiker in the mid-Atlantic. So close to so many people. and. Uh, Allegheny Trail's really stepping into its own. We're doing the homework. We're doing the trail work. We're doing the volunteer work. And uh, it's just a great time to have everybody come out and enjoy us. So until next time, I guess we're going to round it out and say happy trails. You guys want to close it out with anything else? We'll see you next time. All right. Thank yep. you so much for inviting me. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, it's been a great night. Good Thanks luck, Justin, when you head back out, buddy. Good luck. Thanks going to be cold, but yeah, we're going to get this, this trail done. <laughs> I'm going to get it one way or another. <laughs>